Good morning to you. Welcome to Get Up With God. Thanks for joining me live. So good to see you this morning. Are you ready to get into the Bible? I am as well. I've got a news article that I want to read with you, and then we'll take it to Scripture and see what we can see what we can make of the stupidity that's going on in the world right now. Because there's a lot of dumb people that are out there, so um, we've got to do our best as Christians to help people, love people. Um, but my first priority is to love God, be in relationship with God, and then the love of God has to pass through me to help people. Because, uh, you know, I, it, it, people make it hard for, people make it hard to understand what they do and why they do certain things, but we've got to help them and we don't have to help them out of their stupidity. We have to help them. We have to lead them to Jesus and the Holy spirit can help them out of their stupidity. Um, bring them to church, uh, bring them to a place where they can start to realize what they've missed but i'm glad that you're here with me so glad to see you this morning um i hope you had a great weekend and if you're watching by podcast and audio podcast later thank you for joining thank you for watching there you know listening and if you're live with me thanks for watching live everybody that's here thank you so much we're going to get into the bible this morning let's pray and then let's take it to scripture i'll share with you the article that i read uh, over the weekend and and uh We'll go from there. So let's pray uh, together and let's start our week the right way, getting in the presence of God, getting him involved in our day and everything that we do. Ready? Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for this morning. We give you the praise and the glory and the honor. We thank you for who you are. We lift you up. We magnify your name. We worship you this morning, Lord. Thank you for everything that you do for us. Thank you for giving us your son. Thank you for helping us in life and everything that we have. Uh, Lord, we just lift you up, magnify you, worship you, praise you. Just ask for your help today in everything that we put our hand to, wherever we go. Angels, ministering angels, I send you charge over everything that we do today. Every person listening, watching, uh, just ask for your protection, Lord, as we travel about our day and whatever we whatever we encounter, Lord, we just ask for your involvement in it. We don't want to do anything without you. We we submit our lives to you. We submit our wills to you. We just give you our lives this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, are you ready to get started this morning? Open open your Bible with me. Well, before we open and go to the scripture, um, let me read this article to you. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I just want to read the. Uh, I just want to read a couple captions from it. And this actually, um, this actually came out. This actually came out probably, I don't know, um, a month ago, maybe mid, mid-April. mid I'm sorry, mid, um, mid-February, late February. And then it re- just resurfaced and people are starting to talk about it again. But uh, I want to read you the title of it. California High School Debuts transition closet for students to hide preferred genders from parents so um what they're doing what the school did was they opened up a closet or space i don't know if it's an actual closet or not i haven't i haven't been there right i haven't got to use their transition closet yet um but it's a space for 
kids to come to school and switch out of the clothing that they left the house in to uh tri- to to put clothing on that more fits the gender that they identify as to um so that they can feel more comfortable in that listen and uh so you know it the the, the whole premise of allowing your children to express themselves unbe un, unknown to your parents seems a little seems a little off off to me uh doesn't seem right so i want to take that description we'll read about that but anyway let's get into this let's turn with me into second timothy and uh go to chapter three. Second timothy chapter three let me read you a little bit of this article oakland california high school reportedly utilizing what's referred to as the transition closet, a makeshift wardrobe for students to change when they arrive at school if they aren't comfortable telling their parents about their apparent gender dysphoria. According to the report, the Post uh, Millennial, the program first launched at Fayetteville, Arkansas, The program first launched at a Fayetteville, Arkansas church and was on, was designed to let trans identified youth circumvent their parents and socially transition without their knowledge. In a Facebook statement, the transition closet wrote, we are extremely excited to begin our journey in working with Fremont High School of Oakland, California, alongside our favorite teacher. And then they named the, the teacher's pay, TikTok page. The near future holds transition closets and services throughout the school district for students of the trans, non-binary, intersex, and additional LGBTQ, I can't even read the rest of it, community members. We are currently in need of clothing donations to help kickstart the first school-based transition closet. So, um, yeah, I want to I go to take that to the scripture, but let's... Let's take this time for us to educate ourselves, stay grounded on the word, and uh, um, and we'll take that from there. So turn with me into to 2 Timothy chapter 3. We'll start all the way in verse 1. Start in verse 1. This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. Um, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. So God called it. God called it before it ever happened. He knew it was going to happen. He called it and it happened. But he knew in these last days, the children, this is a big one. It's not talked about a lot. You know, we talk about the blasphemers, the proud, the boasters, the unholy, but what about the disobedient to parents? Here's the deal. Um, the governors, the current mayors, the political powers that be right now were once children and doctrine of belief. The, the way that we're raised has a lot to do with how we live our life and, uh, what, what's instilled into us, what's right, what's wrong has a lot to do with how we live our life currently. And 
for God to put in here, for Paul to speak to Timothy and to say that um, in the end times, perilous times will come. They'll be disobedient to children will be disobedient to parents. Uh, that's leading us to believe as the future goes on, these are the future leaders of the country. You know, they don't have the instillment of what the foundational things are that parents should be teaching the children. You know, it's important that as me and you, if you're a parent, uh, if you're a young adult, that's a parent, especially with young, young children, that we instill the foundational things of the word of God into the children. So as they grow up, they've got the foundational things. Turn with me into Genesis. That's what I love about these morning devotionals. I don't, I'm, 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 I'm trying to just be led as we read these things. Genesis, uh, go into Genesis 18 Genesis 18 and then go into uh, verse 17 hold your place there in 2nd Timothy though um, Genesis 18 but hold your place there let me greet some people this morning good to see everybody hope you're doing well Such a beautiful morning today. Hope you got your Bible with you. Let me get everybody's comments up here. If you're joining me live, thank you so much. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad that you're with me. Good to spend this time together with you. Brother Randy, good morning. Good to see you this morning. Debbie, good morning. Glad that you're on with me this morning. Mom, good morning. Love you. Good to see you. Donnie, good to see you, man. Missed you yesterday. Hope you're doing well. Ruth, good to see you. Appreciate the encouragement. Love you so much. Thanks for joining live. Mama Connie, it's good to see you. Hey, Mandy, good morning to you. Good to see you. I'm so glad that you're on here with me. Jessica, good morning. I hope you have a great week too. Elaine, it's good to see you this morning. Thanks for being on here, guys. Willie, good to see you, brother. It's so good to see you guys on. Claudette, good to see you. Thanks for being here with me. And everybody that's watching live, if you're on Twitter, thanks for joining. Drop a comment in the Twitter. Uh, share that post on Twitter. Um, we had uh, an astounding amount of views and, and watchers on Twitter. Um, you know what I hate is that there's two different settings that it has on each platform, social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and um uh, let me see who's on every here, everywhere. Okay, thanks for joining on Twitch. Thanks for joining on YouTube, Facebook. Um, you know what's interesting is that they, you, you when you're live, you've got a certain amount of viewers, and it shows that, and then it gives a statistic for that, and then it has a certain amount of statistics for the pre-record for the recorded videos. But for our broadcast on Friday. With the news articles, we had a rec uh, for Get Up With God, we had a record amount of viewers on the Twitter account. Over 100 people um, watched that. And that's big for Twitter because I don't, I don't have a lot of followers on Twitter. I'm trying to build up a following on there. But Twitter had over 100 uh, followers on there. So that was pretty, not followers, rather, uh, people that tuned in because uh, Twitter's algorithm goes off of the, the words 
that are in the post. And when we posted about the news and things like that, it was pretty interesting how many people uh, watched that that one about the news. So um, we'll see how today's goes. But anyway, so turn me in Genesis 18. And let's get our day started. Let's read the words so we can get our minds right because there's a lot of stupidity going on in the world and we need a lot of help, right? So let's read Genesis 18 and uh, let's go to verse, um, I think I said 18, but let's go to 17. So eight, chapter 18, verse 17. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do? So they're talking about Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, Genesis, uh, or rather Abraham had, was visited by the angels that, that came from the Lord, and he was entertaining them and feeding them, and then they had a conversation and left to go to Sodom and Gomorrah, and God and Abraham are now having a conversation about Sodom and Gomorrah. So let's read. Uh, and the Lord God said, Shall I hide the thing from Abraham that which I do? So verse 18, seeing that Abraham shall, shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all of the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken to him. So, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him, for I know him. Let's see what his footnote is there. God said, I know Abraham. But he, what I liked about, what, what I wanted to refer to this is that he, he knows, God knows Abraham and said, I know that he will command his children and his household after him. So as men, when we have to, men, we have to command our household after our charge for the Lord. We have to follow the Lord and command our household in the same regard. Uh, letter K. I have foreknown and chosen Abraham that he should be the depository of the truth and that he should teach his children the way of religion and godliness so that the promises made to him should be fulfilled. Glory to God. I have foreknown and chosen Abraham. That's the same case for all of us. Jer you know, we read in Jeremiah last week, um, Jeremiah 1 verse 8. Uh, I think it's 1, 1 and 8, but it might be later in Jeremiah. I think it might be 20. No, it might be in the beginning. I think it's in Jeremiah 1. But he says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. God knew he had a relationship with us. And and. He predestined us. He predestined us for the goodness of what he will do for us in this day. Hold on. Let's look this up here. So in the New Testament, in Romans, in Romans 8, says, for he who foreknew let's read out of verse 28 so i'm in romans 8 and 28 and we know that all things work together for good to those who love god and to those who are called according to his purpose for whom he foreknew 
he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And these, and he who also justified, he also glorified. So let's turn there in the dakes and let's read about that a little bit. So we're seeing God, God knew you. He had a relationship with you before you were ever, you could even remember. You were so young, so little, and he foreknew, had a relationship with you. He predestined you to be conformed to the image of his son. Let's keep going here. Let's go to uh, Romans 8. Romans 8. 29. Well, let's start in 28. Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So let's go to this footnote. Why? To, to know beforehand, he knew before, he foreknew, foreordained, and knows with foreknowledge. And he also did predestinate, letter Z. It is God's plan that he foreknown that he has foreknown and predestined not the individual conformity of free wills to the plan. He has called all men and all free to accept the things that God alone is our judge. Hold on. He has called all men and all free to accept the reject. Ah, listen to this. He has called all men and all are free to accept or reject the call. All who do accept, he has foreknown and predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that his son might be the firstborn among many brethren. Those who reject the plan, he has foreknown and predestined to be consigned to eternal hell as an everlasting monument of his wrath on rebels God would never send somebody to hell because of their uh, because of their sin no he doesn't send you to hell you choose hell I have I say that to uh, to new hires that I train with I tell them you know I I rarely have to fire somebody ever rarely have to sit somebody down and fire you know, and say, Hey, you're, you're not, this isn't working out. I've got to terminate your, your employment at the company. Rarely does that have to happen. Usually somebody fires themselves because what I do is set up clear guidelines and expectations of your role as an employee at the company. And here's the expectations that we have of you. And here's what you can expect from leadership. But here, here's what we expect from you as an employee kind of framed out right here is what we expect of you. And then when, when they come in and don't meet those expectations, 
they know I'm not meeting these expectations and then their results for what the expectations are supposed to yield, meaning good money, you know, benefits of working at the company. They don't experience those benefits, so they leave. They don't want to be a part of it. Well, you don't have to, you know, I don't have to sit that person down and terminate them. They choose that. They choose to go to work and do what's responsible of them. Same thing. God doesn't predestine you for hell, but he's predestined a choice and given you the power to make the right choice so that you don't have to experience hell. And he's giving you the resources to be able to have the best life that you could possibly have on earth and experience heaven when you die so that you don't have to uh, go to hell. But he's not going to, here's what I wanted to say. He's not going to change his plans and change the expectations that he has for humanity because a few people are rebellious and do what they want to do. No, he's going to show himself strong. Just like he said to Abraham, I'm going to show my promise to Abraham because I know he's going to keep his life. I know he's going to keep his family and his children following his submission to me because he got Abraham is a submitted man to God is what Abraham said. uh, God said to Abraham in Genesis, he's a submitted man to me. He's going to keep his family submitted to him. Who's also going to be submitted to me. So there's, there's not going to be any issue with me giving him a blessing, but those who choose to go their own path. So I told you to keep your finger there in in second Timothy. So let's go back there. And I didn't listen to myself. I didn't keep my I didn't keep my uh, my place there. Going back here now, all the way back around, it says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, This know that also in the last days perilous times will come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Not lovers of God, lovers of them, their own selves, and then they think they add God into the equation. Well, no, you, you don't get to, you don't get to pick and choose the way that this goes, right? God's preordained it. He's predestined it. And you follow what he's set up. You follow the arrangement and how God has set things up to be. And he said, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady and high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Listen to that. This is what he said up in verse 4. Traitors, heady, and high-minded. So very knowledgeable. High-minded meaning having a lot of head knowledge, information. Then jump down to verse 6. Verse 7, rather. Ever learning. So always learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's because truth can't come. The Bible says in Romans 10 that faith comes by a preacher. You, 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 this word rightly divided must have been taught by a preacher. You must be discipled by this. For you to go off into a cave and study it on your own, it, can't get, it can get you information, 
but you can't get to the places that you need to get without a preacher. That's why God's given teachers, preachers, the fivefold ministry, the Bible says, as a gift to the church. The fivefold ministry, uh, the, the pastors, evangelists, apostles, teachers, prophets are gifts to the church. Gifts, me and you, gifts to us. So that we can grow. Let's turn, Let's look at that. Turn with me into Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 10. Ephesians 4 verse 10. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above the heavens that he might fill all things. Verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry and the edifying of the body of Christ. Hold on. For the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to a a decent man? No. To a working on becoming better? No. To a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Let's see what Dakes adds to this. Ephesians 4, uh, verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints to the work of the ministry. Letter L. Or is that letter I? I can't. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Letter M. This is a prophecy in the New Testament fulfilled. That, so here's what, here's what he's saying. Till we all come to a perfect man. This is so good. That which has reached maturity. So we're talking about, listen, the children today are under attack from the, the children today aren't the ones that have issues. If, if, a, if a child thinks that they are a different gender than what they were born as, listen, kids could have lots of thoughts. I mean, Children can see something, hear something, and then thoughts start happening, and the enemy try and attack and do all these things. We have to guard our children. But if they have one of those thoughts, and we're not instilling these things, we're not teaching them, uh, you know, they're not in church, they're not in the children's church, learning the foundational things of God for the perfecting of the saints, till we all come to 
the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God into a perfect man, into the measure of stature, the fullness of Christ. That we are henceforth no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. See, they constantly, the Bible constantly compares people who are flaky to children. Not because children are flaky, but because they're easily influenced. And if we've got teachers, people, leaders in our country that are not Christian, and they're leading our children to do certain things that are okay, they're the ones instilling these principles inside of them, and that can't be the case. We have to have teachers, parents, leaders that are instilling the right doctrine into children's minds so as they are to grow in the right way of the doctrines of the word of God. You can't, and, and if the parents, that's why God said to Abraham, I'm blessing, I bless you, Abraham, as, a, as the father of many nations, because you're leading your family and children in the way that you're going because you're following me. We can't allow doctrines of whatever these people, whatever anybody wants to be a doctrine. And when I mean doctrine, I mean thoughts and feelings and ideas. We can't allow those things to dictate how our children live and go through life. Our, we have to, we have to be a bigger, and I'm talking we parents, you know, um, parents who are Christian, uh, um, founded on the word of God have to be the biggest voice in our children's life. You know, put a comment in if you're watching or you're listening, you know, if you're listening, you know, you can maybe comment on Facebook or Twitter later, but drop a comment on Facebook or if you're on Twitch or on Twitter, um, if you have children, do they go to public school or do they go to private school? You know, we, it's not, and it doesn't end at school. It doesn't end at private school. That's not the answer. Um, that's this, that's a, those that helps, right? But that's not the solution. The solution starts at, inside the home. See found the foundation has to be, uh, engrafted in the children at the home. If you never pray with your children, where are they going to learn prayer? Not from their public school, maybe not even the private school. That's what I'm saying. That's not the answer. You can have more influence over certain things. But the reality is it has to start with the parent at the home. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men, cunning craftiness whereby they lie to deceive, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him all things, which is the head of even Christ, for whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to, to the effectual working in the measure of every part, makes increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore, let's wrap up with this. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you therefore walk no more 
as the other Gentiles walk or the rest of the world walks in the vanity of their own mind, having the understanding darkened and being alienated from the life of God. So you're saying walking in the vanity of your own mind alienates you from the things of God? Well, you you put your own things above what God's doctrines are, what God's foundational things are. You can't, that can't be. Let me read that out of a different translation. Let's look at, uh, let's read the Amplified on that. Verse, uh, verse 17. This I say, therefore, is this the Amplified? Nope. All right, hang on, let me get the Amplified up. And we'll close with this. Verse 15, let me start there. Rather, let our lives lovingly express the truth in all things, speaking truly, dealing truly, and living truly. Enfolded in love, let us grow up in every way and in all things to him who is head, even Christ the Messiah, the Anointed One. For because of him, the whole body church and all its various parts closely joined and firmly knit together by the joints and ligaments in which it is supplied, when each part with power adapted to its needs is working properly in all its functions, grows to all maturity, building itself up in love. So this I say, solemnly testify in the name of the Lord as in his presence that you must no longer live in the heathen as the heathen does in their, in their, oh, you should no longer live as the heathen does in their perverseness in the folly, vanity, and emptiness of their soul and the futility of their minds. Their moral understanding is darkened and their reasoning is beclouded. They're alienated, estranged and self-banished from the life of God with no share in it. This is because of the ignorance, the want of knowledge and perception, the willful blindness that is deep-seated in them due to their hardness of heart to the insensitiveness of their moral nature. In their spiritual apathy, they become callous, past feeling, reckless, and have abandoned themselves a prey to unbridled sensuality, eager and greedy to indulge in every form of impurity that they depraved, desired, may suggest, and demand. So, this is part of what God has, uh, what God is telling us is that our our responsibility going all the way back now to second timothy our responsibility is that we're to follow the doctrine of god not follow our own doctrines not be lovers of ourselves not be heady and high-minded of our own information that we uh we deemed to be true because we feel it's right and must teach the ones in our family and the ones that are growing up underneath us the right doctrines and the right way you know i we've got i've got some people that are teachers that watch my show and they're in the public school system and people that listen to the show and 
you've got a responsibility if, if those children are under influence of you. They're not your children, but you're, and you don't have to teach them a doctrine, but you living in the light of what God has called us to be and to do will shine in the darkness of what they do. You don't have to condemn anybody. But the anointing in your life should impact them at the right times and the right moments. But we as a family, so, so let's wrap this up with the last thing here. We as the head of our home and our households must raise our children and rear them in the right direction and make sure that they're not going into these and in and this transgender closet where they can change the transition closet this is just the form of gender right they don't identify but that's that's just the that's just one form of it they're confused and it doesn't matter what 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 i see is deeper than that they leave the house one way but they when they go out into their normal day they turn into something different we can't have that as parents we have to we have to control that for their sake so they can be raised right and turn into the right person who's perfect, loving God, and God can use and bless. We've got responsibilities there. It's not just about gender. It's about any condition. You leave one way, you come back a different way. Not the case. We have to be watchful, aware, alert because they're, they're not at the point of maturity yet to be able to do that. Well, I hope this blessed you this morning. I hope you have a wonderful day today. 